That was Tina Arena with Tant Que Tu Es Là, As Long As You Are There. A very appropriate tune for the story coming up about Jane Tuttle. Paris is the city of love, they say. Maybe too much love if you talk to the locals about over-tourism. But it continues to draw visitors from around the world for its culinary traditions, its fine wines, sold but not made in Paris, and its low-rise apartment buildings from the 19th century, courtesy of the architect Baron Haussmann. The only problem is that they had stairs, and when lifts were introduced in the 20th century, they had to be retrofitted in the stairwell, and some of them had no safety barrier. Continuing her Paris or Die story with Graham Kemlow, author, actor and bookshop owner Jane Tuttle tells of meeting up with a friend, the neighbour who found her right after she was hit by a descending lift in their apartment building. She tells Jane, I saw you dead. I think that, um, you know, often we, we feel weird uh, attributing positive positivity to things that happen that are really bad but there is uh, I mean I'm so lucky and that's why I probably can be so um, can look at it at it with such a positive light is because I'm sitting I'm sitting here and I can move perfectly well and you know my face isn't destroyed and uh and maybe i'd be different if i um could have been a lot worse, if it was bad yeah it could have been a lot worse. And, and you know um I, I mean your outlook on it all is just fabulous i i know you were embarrassed you know, i think you've said to me that you found it embarrassing that you had done this and you thought maybe people in france would think you're a bit of a whack oh. for sticking your head over the banister but perhaps that's Perhaps that's uh, look right, look left, don't lean over the banister might be the, the child mantra in France. I don't know. But those lifts, they're bloody dangerous under any heading. Oh, yeah. They are. Has that dip lift that got you, has it been fenced in yet? Well, when I went back to Paris in December, I had this plan in my mind that I would go back to the building. I haven't been able to since, no. so it's going back 15 years now. Um, and... So I actually met with my friend Sophie from the book, who I haven't, I also haven't seen pretty much since the accident. We've been in contact, but we haven't really seen each other. Interestingly, when I saw her, um, we sat down at the table and, of course, just kind of burst into tears. Um, It was pretty intense. And she actually told me that we have seen each other. We saw each other when Frankie, my daughter, was a baby. We were in this cafe in the along the canal and she came in and I was really shocked. I actually didn't know how to speak <laughs> to her. We sat down to have a coffee together and then she said, listen, let's just leave this. This is obviously really weird and stressful for you. We'll see each other another time. And I actually have no memory of that event. Oh. So I was obviously still so traumatised by the accident, I couldn't connect with her. Anyway... Um, Just explain maybe to our listeners who, who perhaps haven't read the book. And yeah, are not, shame. I'll tell you where to get it with a copy of this book. Was Sophie uh, ridden with guilt about her uh, part of your life at that stage? Just explain yeah. why, that was, why that was traumatic for you. So Sophie is, Sophie is the lovely friend whose building it was that my accident happened in. Mm. She lived in the building. And so her, little, her daughter, 
uh, was coming up the stairs and we were playing a game and that's how the accident happened. And so she has carried around. So I actually had no idea as well. I've never been able to ask her what she saw, what her experience was. Yeah, well, I wasn't worried about... I, I, I was the one who felt guilty. I felt that I had um, damaged her and her daughter for life, basically, um, because I couldn't imagine what they met when they came up the stairs that night. Right. And so I had a chance to sit down with her and say, you know, what is, is Lou damaged forever? Was Did she see me? And actually, um, Sophie said to me, um, je t'ai vu morte. I saw you dead. Oh. So she actually came up the stairs and she saw my body lying there. And she said, to, I said, did Lou see? And she said, actually, she didn't because Sophie had a feeling that something was wrong. And so she'd actually put Lou behind her back. So Lou, she doesn't think that Lou saw what happened. But anyway, after I saw Sophie on that day in Paris, just gone in December, it was so cathartic. Oh, and so she said to me that Lou has not, has, is totally fine. She wasn't affected really at all. She was worried about me and asked about me, but she's not traumatised. Uh, I've been carrying this around with me for years and years, thinking, well, since the, since the accident, thinking that I'd yeah, destroyed her life, and um, which is part of the reason I could never go back. But actually... There's this beautiful connection that we have and it's okay. It's all okay. And so I actually, this is a long way of answering your question, have, I, have they enclosed that lift? I assume they have and I assume that my lawsuit and the lawsuit of the boy who also um, had the accident, um, I assume that they have now, um, but I actually don't feel as much need to go back and check. It's not my responsibility and there's, I've done the maximum of what I could do to actually make sure that it is. Mm. And it should be because the actual regulations had stipulated that they all be enclosed by sure. the next year or something. Exactly. So, okay. And I'm she moved sure out. any French person would get what had happened to you without you even having to explain. Oh, yeah. They are oh, they all, they generally say, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, this bit, well, those ones that are not enclosed are... Even other other elevators that are people people freak out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we all do. They're all a bit. They're all a bit, cr- dodgy. They're all a bit dodgy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah <gasps> so um, your performance coming up, uh, Jane, is what dates have you got? Yeah. So August twenty sixth at the Geelong Local Word Festival. Right. Tickets are on sale now. They've just gone on sale. Um, and then the 8th, or Friday the 8th of September at the uh, Port Ferry Literary Weekend. Um, tickets are about to go on sale for that, I think. They're just on the cusp. Um, yeah. And, and that's it for now. And meanwhile, yeah, uh, there's a place in Queenscliff where anybody can get um, copies of your books probably by the... By the the batch load, yeah, come and get your batch. You must actually, you know, as an Australian writer, you must be pretty proud of um, of the publishing that's been done on your two books. Obviously churned out quite a lot of uh, copies. Oh. Hardy Grant have had to reprint, have they? Many times. (laughs) No, I'm joking. I've I've always been told, oh, you should write a book, you know, and I'm thinking... 
Yeah, but like a month later, it'd be in the remainder bin. Oh, yes. I don't sort of feel like doing that for, <laughs> you know, sense a copy or what. I don't know what you make. It's pretty heartbreaking watching the evolution. I mean, that, the watch, uh, in the bookshop, I get to watch the evolution of a book yeah. uh, from the hot new thing to the back row to the shelf. Long, does it? It doesn't. It doesn't. And it's hard because we live in a place with such little, such a small population. I think that when you see American friends put their books out and the sort of, you know, scale is like one to a thousand or even one to ten thousand, like a small print book yeah. in America is, is a ten thousand, you know, ten thousand times, well, a thousand times as, as many as, as ours. So we do have a small uh, pool but it is beautiful. I mean, it's, you know, you never know what's going to happen with a book. And sometimes they can, you know, sort of disappear in the, in the, in the first few months of their existence and then they can come back. Mm. You know, that's really beautiful. I love it when that happens, yeah. when a book gets a buzz around it, it maybe it wins viral, a prize. But in the analogue sense of going viral, you know, yes. word of mouth gets... <laughs> yeah. So yeah. your third book is due when, Jane? Well, oh, it's due, September, due for publication September 2024. Right. So I'm hard at it right now. I've, the the pressure is on. Um, I've got until December to submit my first draft. Okay. Uh, I've enjoyed your writing. You do write very, very well. And uh, I, so, you know, I've enjoyed both the books. I'm looking forward to the next one. Thanks, Graham. I'm looking forward to, to seeing you... Uh, I'll try to get down to one of those two yeah. performances. It's not that far from us here in Melbourne. Come on. One should get off the, off the prickle. Now, tell me, just yeah. finally, um, are you inspired to write uh, better or more or uh, with more um, engagement when you're in France or sitting back hmm. here in Queenscliff? Such a great question. Thanks, Graham. I, um, yeah, it, oh, look, I think that... I'm starting to feel that life in Paris or France or in, in a city, in a big city, is really tough for writing just because you have to, there's so much more pressure on you to get by and there's so much more, you know, it's a bit, it's more stressful. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm grateful I'm, where I am at right now, even sitting here in Point Lonsdale in this quiet little room, I've got so much material to work with that I'm quite grateful for the space and the quiet. But I do work really well in France. I, I, I've got memories of smashing out Paris or Die in the top room of the, um, the Recollet yep. at 2 a.m. or sitting in a, in a cafe the minute that it opens in the morning. And really the, the energy of the city really fuels uh, writing and creativity. So I think a bit of both. I think that in the, like the, at the moment, this heavy lifting stage, I'm really grateful to be here in the quiet and the simple, a simpler, uh, ex, a simpler existence. Might you go back but to the finale? I definitely will. Yeah, I have to. I actually, um, I need an inject. I always need an injection of um, of that energy and vivacity and madness. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be definitely going back and forward a bit, as always. Well, that sounds great. Congratulations <laughs> on what you've managed to achieve, Jane. It's no small feat to not only publish one book, but two and get uh, an advance for a third, like, you know, the trilogy. I think it's going, it's going to be something. It'll be on the VCE book list in a couple of years' time, I'm sure. A modern classic. 
Oh, that's so great. Thank you so much. Speak with you again. You too. I wish you all the very, very best, and we'll catch up with you again. I've, you've sort of almost family at Travel Runners Radio now, yeah. because we all probably long to be um, somebody with your ability to write, um, you know, just report. <laughs> But to uh, to create interesting uh, tales, but I mean, you had some you had some pretty horrific material you had to work through. So well done, and uh, look forward to chatting with you again. Great, I can't wait. Thanks so much for having me. Well, you've just heard uh, the second part of Jane Tuttle's interview uh, that I did last week, but in the meanwhile, I got a message from her to say there'd been a development. Jane, how are you? I'm great. How are you? All right, but you sound <laughs> you sound very bubbly. Something's up. Yeah. What's happened? Oh, I'm just really excited because I've just found out that uh, I have been invited to perform the show Paris or Die in Paris this year. Oh, that's pretty good. Yes. Whereabouts in Paris? So it's going to be on at the Centre Les Ricolets, which is a artists um, artists and scientists residence. So it's in the in the centre of Paris. It's the place where I lived on and off for many years. It was where I lived when I was studying yeah. in France. Okay. And, um, yeah, the city of Paris has generously um, offered me and Matt and Frankie a, a month at the Recollet to prepare to perform. Wow. Yeah. To, That's fantastic. Yeah, That's to work fantastic. on the book and also to, to prepare for the show. So, oh, great. So is it yeah. going to be – will you do it in English or French or what? Well, I think it's a good opportunity. I really would like to develop it into French or at least for a French audience. Yeah. So this is a, an opportunity to do that. So okay. I'll see how far I can get between now and then changing it into French. I mean, the show's already got quite a bit of French in it, so it's yeah. sort of – but uh, it'll be interesting to see it from the other side. Well, yeah, that's absolutely great. Now, just to recap then, um, we've already said <coughs> on the show that you're performing at Geelong – in yep. August, yeah, that's this month. August twenty sixth. August twenty yep. sixth at the Geelong Library. Yes, at the, the local next... word festival. Yeah. Yep, and the next date is at Port Ferry in September. Yeah, September the eighth. September the eighth at Port Ferry. Then, if we all want to go to <laughs> France on the double deck. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what date in? It's October. Too easy. Yeah, October the second and third. That's fantastic, Jane. Yeah. Uh, well, what great news for you! Everything seems Thank to be you. coming together. Yeah, I'm wrapped. I think can't wait. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with it? Nothing. Nothing wrong with a month in France either. Oh, uh, no, no. It's definitely. Um, it's actually great timing. It'll be fantastic. Excellent. Well, I'm really pleased to hear that, and I'm sure our listeners will be too. That'll just make the third book in the trilogy that much closer because you'll be beavering away there in the Ooh, yeah. uh, in the upstairs garret. Or, yeah. <laughs> or wherever you choose to live. <laughs> and, uh, that will. should be great. Well, thanks so much yeah. for sharing with us, Jane. Thanks, Graham. Jane Tuttle with exciting news. An invitation from the City of Paris for a one-month residency and a chance to perform. For more information, go to Jane Tuttle, that's J-A-Y-N-E-T-U-T-T-L-E dot com. Travel Rider Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.